Are you in a, a better? Do you have the holiday spirit? Are you in the holiday spirit? You must be. You're, you're on a flight in nine hours' time. What's the time now? 1600, and I have to catch a flight at 2300. Yes, good math, Ting. Good math. Oh, it's more like 10 hours, isn't it? Yes. It's more like 10 hours. It's, I'm literally going to be taking off in about 10 hours' time back to the UK. We're in the future. There's been a time skip. You can imagine either an 80s training montage or an anime-esque end-of-season finale, and now we're suddenly 10 years older and have superpowers. The latter sounds much better. That sounds much better. Okay, what's your superpower, Ting? The ability to sleep. The ability to sleep. Yeah, I definitely don't have that power. Oh yeah, the Fitbit. We can have a Fitbit sleep update. I'm sleeping like four hours a night. So it's not actually got any worse, but just now I know how bad it is. Hooray! Hooray for the quantified lifestyle. Thanks a lot, Fitbit. That's not why we're recording. (laughs) What, is it not? I thought it was a Fitbit update. You're right. We're recording again because you did actually have time to record another ep after all. So now we're recording the end of your wrap-up ep. Part two, the epilogue. So one thing we wanted to talk about... Wait, 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 wait. Before we start, no food challenges, but I did actually buy a present. I'm sorry. It's fairly random. I don't actually know what to get you. Am I meant to open it now? Or yeah, something? just open it now. There's one for April as well, because I thought I can't buy you a present and not April 1. Okay, I've got a book. No, that's April's present. <laughs> <laughs> okay, April's got a book. I thought she'd like it. Philip it's, Pullman's The Book of Dust. It's kind of like Harry Potter. So this is his effort after the other franchise that he put together. So after writing his Atheist Narnia, this is his new set of books. I don't know. Has it been well received? I quite liked his Atheist Narnia. I have no idea what it's like, but it reviewed well, and I thought it was kind of like Harry Potter. This is the one for you. It's really random. I'm sorry. I just saw it, and I thought it would be appropriate. It's not really appropriate at all. I have no idea what it is still. It's a diary. <laughs> it's an old-school paper diary with an Earthbound 2 cover. It? You can open it. I need to know how this diary is laid out. Where, where, where did you get this thing from? Uh, look at the bag. Really? From Eslite? Is that how you pronounce it? Eslite? 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 I've been saying Eslite. Maybe it's Eslite. I don't know. It's Chinese. Who knows how these Eslite things are sounds more Lite. Eslite, yeah. It's from a famous Taiwanese bookstore, I think. Yeah, it's like a 24-hour one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, curse you. Curse me? What? We have to buy. April needs to buy. We need. To <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, because you bought me a gift. I heard that. That's you... your birthday gift. Oh, it's not well. a Christmas gift. Um, it's too confusing. It's too close. You bought me a big birthday Christmas gift last year. This, there was the the saga of the ASOS voucher, which I finally spent. But that was a birthday gift. Was it? Okay. You know what? Pretend these are early birthday gifts then, or late ones, or late ones. Yeah. There you go. Cool. I'll take this. Thanks. <laughs> cool, I accept your gift. I accept your gift. It's a good gift. It's got lots of little extras, though. Yeah, there's... I think there's like Mr. Saturn stickers or something in there, I don't know. I should have, I should have got this for you, you bastard. Welcome to Lost Levels Club. Welcome to Lost Levels Club.
We're a book club for games, but not today. Today we're wrapping up 2017 again. So we started this thing two years and two months ago, three months ago, depending on when you hear this. Whole focus of this was the backlog. Now is a good time for an update. Yes. You've made good progress on your backlog. Yes. But my backlog wasn't so sizable or such a a monster. Your backlog is very well defined. Games that get over 95 on Metacritic. That's still the case. So when we started the podcast, your backlog was at nine games. And you've actually managed to deal with... Well, I was about to say four and a half, but it's actually six and a half because you actually had to add two games to the backlog this year, but then have immediately dealt with them. So... Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. Although I've not finished Mario Odyssey yet. Uh, Fine, close enough. I mean, and I said four and a half because you haven't really exactly finished Baldur's Gate 2 yet either. No, but that's well underway. So really, all that's left in your backlog are... Two Mario Galaxies, GTA 4 and Arkham City. You've played three of them. So we'll, we'll do one of them together. Yeah, GTA 4 is the only one of those I haven't played. Haven't played and finished, in fact. Although I think I'd rather play Mario Galaxy and Arkham City than GTA 4. I don't know what I've got this weird resistance to GTA 4. I, I mean, I did actually buy GTA 4, but I think it won't work anyway on a modern PC, will it? It, it just doesn't like Windows 10. That is what Steam is telling you. Yeah, I think it's just any excuse. I can't be really bothered to install it. I, I just heard, just so your cousin wants to take you bowling all the time, isn't it? Isn't that the whole game? The whole game is just trying to fend off your cousin, <laughs> inviting you bowling. That may be true. I, I think that's not far from the truth. Oh, whatever. I'll just have to buy it again. I'm sure I can find it for like £2 in the Chinese New Year sales in SSP again. Get your Xbox One X. I'll buy you a copy of GTA 4. <laughs> Get my Xbox One X to complete my current-gen console collection. Okay. So that's it for your backlog? Pretty much. Are you hoping they're going to remaster the Mario Galaxy games for the Switch? Yes. Have you heard about this? The On the Shield? Yes. Yeah. But was it streaming in the end? I don't know. Even if it is streaming, what are they running it on? Yeah, it was still an HD remastered version of Super Mario Bros. Wii. We should probably say what we're talking about because we're just giving each other significant looks like, oh yeah, that thing in the news that time. Yeah. Super Mario Bros. Wii was published on the NVIDIA Shield in China. In China, yes. And it was an HD version of the game. Although, what does HD even mean in these terms? 480p? Is that HD? Surely it must be 720p. Who must knows? must be 720p. Who cares? We have to be factually correct. We have to be factually accurate. I mean, the interesting thing is... blowing it all out on our <laughs> The NVIDIA Shield is actually the same hardware as the Switch. It's a Tegra X1. So if they do have a version that runs natively on the Shield, then really, with only a few tweaks, it should run on the Switch. And maybe this is the thin end of the wedge. Maybe they're going to start porting lots and lots of Wii games. Because by now we're meant to have this virtual console. Virtual console. Games now. End of the year, right? Oh, they're going to make us start paying for multiplayer, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> I love the way you were like, yes. And I was just like, boo. 
more old games more games more games for free more games for free they're gonna make you pay they're gonna make so, you sorry that's what, they, that's what they tried to tell you your update so when we started this podcast my steam games backlog was just under 600 games that is to say there were 596 games in my steam account that i had never played and I'm proud to say that my list of games in Steam that I have never played is now over 900. <laughs> it's over 900! <laughs> how did this happen? I mean, it's fairly obvious how it happened. I'm still randomly buying Humble Bundles. The Steam sale actually started yesterday, as of the time we're recording. I actually just bought four games just this morning. Why? I don't know. So it's... You're getting a game every other day, basically. Hmm, oh, jeez. A lot of it's still from the Humble Bundle, although I think I still got Humble Bundle keys unclaimed too. It's it's still out of control. But you don't care? I don't care. You know, I'll play them one day. You won't. You won't. I'll try and play them one day. I'll try and play some of them. I mean, today, what did I buy? I bought Prey because it was 50% off and I kind of wanted to play it. I mentioned it on the podcast the other day, didn't I? A while back. I mentioned it in the context of XCOM. Whatever. I bought Pyre because I really want to play some of the games made by Supergiant Games. Yeah, fine. Fair enough. I I can't understand that one. Although I've never actually played any of them. I own Bastion. I own Transistor. Now I own Pyre. Still not played any of them. I bought What Remains of Edith Finch. Good choice. Because... I don't know, I've just heard so many good things about it. And I know very little about it, because I'm trying to avoid all spoilers. And finally, I bought Gorogoa, because Jonathan Blow told me to. I heard it was good from Jonathan Blow. So It's that, a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. That one I can actually play on my Surface, so I might try that over Christmas. How long until my unplayed games breaches a thousand? Uh, 65 times 2. So 130 days from today. That would just be, what, spring 2018? Spring 2018. Okay, good. Mark calendars. One more Steam stat to finish. 404 hours of PUBG played. And that's where I'm going to call it for the year because I'm flying and I can't take my PC with me. Well, I could take it with me, but it would be ridiculous. Or you just buy a laptop when you're out there. Just buy a laptop. You know what's really funny? You know, the PUBG squad. I said, oh, well, you know, I won't be able to play till January. And they're like, can't you just buy a laptop? I was like, I suppose I could just buy a laptop, but that would be ridiculous. So no more PUBG until mid-Jan. But PUBG 1.0 happened. They actually released it. They made it out of early access. I give it 10 out of 10. (laughs) Was there any doubt? There was no doubt, yeah. And Steam Awards, did you nominate things for every category? Yes, I did. To get the badge? Yes. Did you nominate PUBG for anything? Yes. I was sad that I couldn't nominate PUBG for everything. What was the restriction? Just one nomination per game. Yeah, that's right. So I put PUBG in for the Mum Spaghetti Award. And that's what it's got? Yeah, that's where it came in. And I voted for it today. Yeah, so did I. (laughs) Yes! So with 404 hours that's 20% of your total steam game time 
Yeah, just to be clear, that's 20% of my total Steam game time over every game I own. So if you sum up all the time I have ever spent playing games on Steam, 20% of it now is PUBG. And that's only going to increase. (laughs) Probably the case. I'm getting better, though. I showed you some clips of me single-handedly annihilating two squads. I thought you meant getting better as in your backlog's under control. No, no, no. I'm getting better at PUBG. I'm talking about things that matter here, man. Yeah, it's almost too clinical. There's no hesitation. And your ability to aim down sights and take on someone is almost too precise. It's almost as if you were cheating. What? How dare you, Ting? How dare you? I might cut that bit out because I'm so offended. <laughs> Looking forward to the year ahead. 2018. What are we excited for? What do we predict? When I first asked this question, you said, I'm not excited for anything, but I'll put some things down. Thanks. That's not the point of this section or this <laughs> part. It's weird. There's no specific game I'm really excited for. It's not like when we were looking forward to 2017 and I was thinking, new Zelda game, new Mario game. Next year, I'm not sure. I think it's just going to be a matter of seeing what surprises me. And there's stuff I'm interested in, there's stuff I think could be good. Fortnite. <laughs> Funny thing. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with it. We want to talk about hardware. This year was a really good year for hardware, but next year there's no hardware, right? No hardware that we know of. I was saying Xbox One Y. I can't even finish it with a punchline. It's so... (laughs) Surely you should be making the dad jokes. You're the one who wants to buy an Xbox One X, don't you? I do, I do. You do want to buy one? Yes. Yeah, so Xbox One Y. Who knows, who knows. I do wonder if they're going to do a Switch 2, like a Switch SP or something, a revised hardware. Surely it's like Switch Lite and then Switch XL. The Switch XL is just going to be like a widescreen TV <laughs> with two Joy-Cons glued on the side. That would be their dream. The, the fact that they can push the XL as a real product. In any case, no real serious hardware expected next year. In the console space anyway. But there are games. I mean, you don't care. You're hard to excite these days. Fair enough. But Kingdom Hearts 3. You must care about Kingdom Hearts 3. I-D-G-A-F. But why? I just haven't played the other two. I actually really tried to play the other Kingdom Hearts games. I just couldn't get into them. I just totally could not get into them. Maybe that's the difference. I've not played the Kingdom Hearts games. So in my mind, there's something that they may not be. Yeah, before I actually tried to play Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, I actually was really interested and excited for them but after buying them and playing them i was just like "Uh?" also disney just bought fox i think it's a bit late in the day for them to shunt in fox franchises but wouldn't it be amazing i i do think that would be amazing actually i would really like it you mentioned what was the one you suggest family guy family guy imagine the family guy kingdom (laughs) Like Peter Griffin. <laughs> or Stewie. Stewie. Yeah. He should be a main character. That would be awesome. And Simpsons and Futurama. I didn't realise you liked Family Guy. Yeah, I like Family Guy. Doesn't everyone like Family Guy? Uh, I thought it would be too 
puerile for you. Too puerile. <laughs> You're better than that. I'm not, but you are. Everyone likes a good fart joke every now and then. So secondly for me was Dreams. You were a massive Little Big Planet fan. Yeah, I was. When they did that GDC, I still talk about it now. When they did that GDC presentation, that blew my mind. I did watch the trailer for Dreams. It does look good. It's going to be tough because it's going to be what people make of it. But there are some very creative people out there. Yeah, but then what about all those levels filled with people's body parts, <laughs> right? What about those levels? Imagine if you stepped in a dream with just that. That'd be terrible. Giant 3D objects slapping you in the face. <laughs> Imagine if it's VR. Yeah, it'd be terrible. So Terribly yeah. funny. <laughs> That's you, our YouTube channel right there. Let's do it. You wondered if I liked Family Guy. <laughs> you create them, I'll play them. It's one to winner. Yeah. You're going to have to use the move ones to sculpt stuff, aren't you? Actually, I don't know. You can probably just do it with the control pad. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what people come up with. It's kind of like 3D. Well, Little Big Planet was 3D, but it's kind of like a third person view. Little Big Planet. Well, it seems to be just Little Big Planet with much more camera freedom. So rather than just always being a side-scrolling platformer, you can make any number of games from it. I feel I'll just get a lot of walking simulators where I just walk through a diorama I'll observe and not much interaction. We'll see. Well, that's what you're expecting from it? That's what I'm expecting from it. Because the trailer also showed things like side-scrolling shooters and, I don't know, just lots of other kinds of genres of game that you could build inside it we'll see my mind's quite limited these days i'm not i'm not one for just for dreams yes and lastly i put down PUBG. PUBG was 2017 ting i know but what did they do for 1.0 they gave everyone a t-shirt that said winner winner chicken dinner in fact you should log in now because if you log in in the next week or two you'll get the t-shirt okay Fine, free stuff, I'll take it. I get another map. But n- nothing else has changed. They changed a lot, actually. They, I, did, they did a good job. I was, I'm impressed. I need a fast mode. Yeah, I'm sure they'll do that. They, they did talk about making a smaller map with fewer players that just ends quicker. And progression. You get battle points. You get rank. On achievements. I want a better recording partner for this podcast. That's not on the same scale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really... <laughs> Sorry, it was just too easy a comeback. We can move on. What, what's on your long list of potentials? Yeah, I don't... You know what? I just listed a whole bunch of random games, just totally wantonly. I mean, who knows if any of these are going to be any good? Well, you, you already know some of them aren't going to be good. <laughs> You really, <laughs> I'm looking forward to complaining about. Yeah, who knows? Some of the, I think they'll be good, or at least disappointing in unexpected ways, or in the case of Detroit, maybe disappointing in expected ways. But you know, I'm still looking forward to it. Maybe it'll surprise me. So, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. What you know, is what is this? Do you ever watch Dragon Ball? No. The anime? No. I recently discovered, I mean, this is like one of those things like, hey, Grandpa, get with the times. Well, Dragon Ball is ancient, but 
they're still making Dragon Ball. They made a new series of Dragon Ball called Dragon Ball Super. And Dragon Ball had this crazy power creep problem where, sorry, this is like an anime tangent now, where like half the characters in the series could just like blow up planets by looking at them funny. And because, you know, every season had to have a new, more powerful villain. And it, it got to the point where even like the 10 year old kid of the main protagonist was like powerful enough to like punch a hole through the moon or something. It's like, this is nuts. So they kind of ended it, but then they just picked it up again. And they still have this power creep problem. All the characters are just so outrageously powerful. And there's just like no one in the universe left to fight that's strong enough to be a threat. So now it's the multiverse. They're just fighting the strongest characters from alternate universes now. So Dragon Ball Fighter Z, or Dragon Ball Fighter Z for Americans, is well, it's a fighting game. It's like Street Fighter or Injustice, but with the Dragon Ball Super characters, and it looks really nuts. I mean, it it looks beautiful. It looks like an episode in anime. It's just incredibly animated. And I think it's also really technical. It has all of these weird air moves and cancels and shining blast and, I don't know, weird mechanics I don't know about. So, I don't know if I actually buy it, but I've been watching some people play it on YouTube. It just looks like an episode of the anime with, like, crazy fights, energy beams, blowing up mountains. Okay, you've justified that choice. Okay. Fair play. <laughs> Phoenix Point, I've mentioned before. Kind of a spiritual successor to XCOM. We'll see if it's actually any good. The last kind of preview video I watched of it didn't look that good, but again, hope it'll surprise me. System Shock. It's being remade. I did play the demo of it. I backed on Kickstarter. I've never actually played System Shock, the original, surprisingly. So you can't compare the remake to... Okay, I tell a lie. I have played the original for about 20 minutes. Which is the same piece that's in the demo yeah the demo is literally the very start of the game and random blast from the past story now at the same time as i played xcom so that kind of era of games my cousin had some kind of similar multi-pack of games that had system shock on it and i read the blurb and it sounded cool and i fired it up and tried playing it and after like 20 minutes I was like I'm confused I don't understand I'm going to play something else because you just had this tiny window and you kind of try and move with the mouse and stuff it was really difficult to control back then I mean there was no like no mouse look you had to kind of like move the mouse and left click to try and turn the screen it was really weird I mean it was based on Ultimate Underworld I think those early kind of 3D first person games were really deep but just very hard to get into because you know we hadn't figured out how to make a good control scheme yet and there's already a kind of remastered edition of System Shock that just adds mouse look and immediately makes the game much more playable. But this kind of reboot of it, where they're just completely redoing the game in originally Unity and now Unreal, like just, you know, redoing all the art assets and everything, I think should be more accessible. Maybe I'll be able to finish it this time or not. I think it might be really scary. I'm going to carry on rattling through the list. I keep going. Nino Kuni 2. I never played Nino Kuni, but I kind of wanted to. So maybe I'll play the sequel. I probably won't play the sequel. You never know, though. Xenonauts 2, yet another spiritual successor to XCOM. Well, the sequel to a spiritual successor to XCOM. Never heard of this. You never heard of it? No. Oh. 
in the long period between the last XCOM game from the original series and the Firaxis reboot, a lot of people have tried to make a game that kind of captured the feel of it. Xenonauts was a relatively polished fan kind of, well, not really a fan project, but like an indie company deciding to try and emulate the original XCOM. I say emulate, it's not, not emulate in the style of an emulator, emulate in trying to recapture the, you know, the feel of it. And it was, you know, not a 3D engine, it was all done in sprites. I never played it. It looked kind of okay, but not really good enough to capture my interest. It's probably another case of me saying, oh, I really want this, and then someone makes it, and I'm like, yeah, actually, maybe I don't really want it. Or not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough. Bring me another one. Remake this again. Last of Us 2. Everyone wants it. Do you want it, though? I don't know. I feel like I should, yeah. I don't think I liked Last of Us as quite as much as everyone else liked Last of Us. Everyone's been gushing about Last of Us for so long. So what was your relationship with Last of Us? How did you feel before and then afterwards? I feel like we could do a whole podcast just on this. It was a strangely challenging game. I don't want to talk about spoilers for Last of Us. I guess it did make me feel like a whole gamut of emotions. Something, something giraffe. You played it, right? Yes, yes, I finished it. Yeah, I don't really think they needed a sequel, but they've made one. So let's see what it's like. RDR2. Which is Red Dead Redemption 2. Sorry, I suppose I should give it its full name. Yes, Red Dead Redemption 2. I wouldn't have been that fast, except that we played Red Dead Redemption, and I did enjoy it. So, I mean, on the plus side in Red Dead Redemption, people can't call you up on your mobile and invite you bowling. So, don't have to worry about that, at least. <laughs> I wonder if you're like them real life. People calling me up and asking me bowling, and I'm like, please, just leave me alone. Yeah, you can replace bowling with any other activity. I'm really far behind on things like editing the podcast and Christmas shopping because people keep calling up and going, PUBG? And I'm just like, you know I can't resist PUBG. Alright, next on the list. Psychonauts 2. There's a lot of twos on this list. I'm just putting this here for hipster cred. I, You know what? People kept talking about how great Psychonauts was. I played Psychonauts years later because everyone kept talking about how great it was. It was okay. Did you finish it? I finished it. I don't think it was that great, though. I don't think it was as good as everyone made it out to be. I mean, it was good, but... I don't know. It just didn't quite click for me. It had funny moments, but none of them really... Well, now I'm talking about it, I'm starting to remember more of it, and it's like, oh, actually, that was pretty good. Oh, actually, that was a good moment, too. I think I liked the concepts in it. I just didn't like the execution. If I was to describe for you some of the levels without having played it, I would think that sounds incredible. I really want to play this game. But having actually played those levels, I think I didn't enjoy the way it was actually done. I think I just didn't enjoy the art style and I didn't really enjoy the actual gameplay, but I really liked the ideas. So Psychonauts 2, let's see. And then as I mentioned, Detroit. Might be good. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. Being honest, I don't think so either. But Let's find out. So that's my random selection for next year.
Finally, we'll finish with some predictions for next year. So I mentioned Anthem for next year as something we should mention. Well, you're not looking forward to it. Um, no, but I am intrigued. I'll be following it. I'll be following it until the date's released. I'm not looking forward to it either, though I suppose I will probably be following it too. But you already have a have a view on it already, though. Who is really excited for Anthem? I don't get it, personally. I don't know. You know what? I can tell you who might be excited for Anthem. People who haven't played Destiny might be excited for Anthem. Destiny 1 players who didn't play Destiny 2. You know, there was that pocket of time before Destiny 2 came out. When it might have been good? When everyone was looking forward to Anthem. I just can't imagine it's going to be good. I just think it's going to be the worst parts of Battlefront 2 and Destiny 2 smushed together. It's going to be this garbage fire of microtransactions. It's going to be like, oh, you're out of bullets. How about pay 50 cents to reload? No, I'm exaggerating. I do think they will probably have learned their lesson after the enormous backlash this year to both Battlefront 2 and Destiny 2. If they've learned their lesson, it's going to be amazing. I think it's just going to be delayed. I think it's going to be in development hell because they'll be like, wait, if we can't charge for all these bullshit microtransactions, how are we going to make money from the game? And then, I don't know. I might be wrong. It might be amazing. It might actually be everything Destiny promised to be and then it would actually be amazing. Yes. And they'll just charge for the purple miniskirts. I suppose to be consistent with my PUBG stance, I have to agree with that. Yeah, we'll see. Your next prediction. Mario Maker Switch. Please, please, Mario Maker Switch. It can happen. If it doesn't happen, I'll have to do it myself and make my own. I probably won't. I'll just have to get on Dolphin. (laughs) Shh, shh. Are you really going to make it yourself? I don't know. I really think I should try and make my Mario Maker clone. That's better than Mario Maker and totally not a clone. My Mario Maker-inspired, totally original platform game. Have you decided the name of your characters yet? They haven't got names. I actually I actually do have, in my head, a whole visual style and, like, you know, mental picture of what the game's going to be like. It's actually a meme-infested hellhole. Like, I, <laughs> I think it's really funny, but other people are going to be playing this and be like, who on earth thought this was a good idea? <laughs> what kind of idiot made this game? And I'm thinking, lol. <laughs> Try and kickstart it and see what you get back. I probably have to make a working prototype first. So something I'm looking forward to is Elder Scrolls 7. Why are you looking forward to this? Because you have not played any of the Elder Scrolls games. But I've played Fallout. Okay, I guess that's close enough, actually. Touché. And in your, in your, in your opinion, is Skyrim or better than Fallout? Or I should say Elder Scrolls. Hmm, good question. I don't know. I think Skyrim and Fallout 4, probably about the same to me. Maybe Skyrim was slightly better. I mean, the the Elder Scrolls game that I really liked, the one I put the most time into, was Morrowind. Because that was kind of more systems heavy, by which I mean it was more emergent. Like, it, it was less about pre-canned storyline and spells and stuff and more about 
here are the rules of the game world, off you go. That was the first 3D one, right? Yeah, it was the first kind of polygonal 3D one. The first one that wasn't weird scaling sprites. So, in my dreams, it's going to be a new engine, announced E3, released in the holiday, just like Fallout. Will they really do this? I think they're making too much money from Elder Scrolls Online. Or actually, are they making any money from Elder Scrolls Online? They can't be making any money on Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, who knows then? It's been ages, it's time. Finally, the prediction, that's not a prediction. Fewer microtransactions. More tasteful microtransactions. There's been a massive microtransaction backlash this year. Actually, I say microtransactions. Maybe fewer loot boxes. There's been a massive loot box backlash this year. What's tasteful? Purple miniskirts? No, I have no idea, to be honest. I have no idea, to be honest. I think we're revealing the percentages of the probability of... of um. I don't know how they're doing it, because they're having to reveal the percentages of loot boxes returning. But that's not true, though, because you're always returning something on a loot box. That's the whole point of a loot box. So in China, in mainland China, it is the law that games of loot boxes have to reveal their percentages. Of what, though? Well, that's the thing, actually. It is actually quite vaguely worded. So to give a concrete example... It would have to say the percentage chances of you getting a common item versus a rare item versus a legendary item and so on. The interesting thing is, I don't think it has to be more granular than that. So in Overwatch, for example, they might give you the percentage of a legendary item, but they don't distinguish between a legendary skin and say a legendary voice line or a legendary tag or something. So it might be that the legendary item percentage is really high, but most of those legendary items are just legendary tags, which are kind of pointless. I resisted saying trash, but then I said it just now, so you know how I really feel. And maybe legendary skins are really, really, really rare, but they don't have to declare that because of the way the law has been worded. Funnily enough, Apple has actually also made this a condition of being on the App Store now. So if your game has loot boxes, you have to declare the percentages. But again, I'm not sure how it's worded, whether it's really going to give that much information or not. Well, that's a bit of a downer to finish on. Well, on a more upbeat note, 2017 was actually a really, really good year for games. Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, PUBG. Switch. <laughs> the Switch, yeah. So, fond farewell to 2017. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Xbox One X as well. <laughs> we should give props to Microsoft. They've done a really good job. Really good job. What about the PS4 Pro? That was last year. Was it? I think so, yeah. Oh, forget that then. Forget that piece of trash. You're right, it was last year, wasn't it? They're not doing a good job, those guys over at Sony. They've got complacent. They're just sitting in their bathtub of money going, bring me more wine. <laughs> I don't know why they speak in their voice. It's just something that happens when you sit in a bathtub of money for too long. Sounds like a voice you would use a lot. (laughs) What are you trying to say? So we were Lost Levels Club. We still are Lost Levels Club. Please rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Please, please, please. It would really help. You can find us on email. Mike.and.ting at 
lostlevels.club. On Twitter? At Lost Levels Club. On Twitch? And YouTube as Lost Levels Club. On Reddit? Slash R slash Lost Levels Club. That's it. And that's it. Um, bye bye 2017. Bye bye 2017. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to say here? Welcome to 2018. Welcome. I don't know how you welcome a year. Oh, you welcome everything that's going to happen in 2018. So welcome to the World Cup. World Cup? Do I mean that? The World Cup next year? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to having no idea what's, <laughs> what's going, going on. What's going on next year? What is going on next year? It's not the World Cup next year. It's the Euros next year. I have no idea if that's true either. What's wrong with my brain? Uh, are we going to sing Old Lang Syne? I say this every year in the rap episode. You can sing Old Lang Syne. May old acquaintance be forgot and never... Oh, I don't know the rest. Of okay. I don't know how to end. What are you grateful for? For now, right now. I'm grateful we've done another year. Another year of the podcast successfully completed. I'm grateful Sir Michael is still here. On so many levels, I am. <laughs> Where else would I be? The moon? Achievement unlocked. Still here. <laughs> this is my flat, you know. I'm here quite a lot. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful that I'm going on holiday. I say this every year when we record the wrap-up episode. I'm grateful that I'm going on holiday and I have a few weeks off work in which to try and sleep more than four hours a night. Hooray! So we're going to go and fix your suitcase now. <laughs> yeah, my... <laughs> Random fact. My suitcase is broken. It has a massive crack in it. I'm now going to try and sellotape my suitcase back together and get on a plane. See you later, chums. Bye. See you later, podcast listeners. Until 2018. In fact, this episode is going to be released in 2018. Until later in 2018. Bye.